0: Welcome to the CYDEF Cybersecurity Podcast. I'm your host, Raymond Evans, and this is my co-host, Michael Fairweather. We're here to provide you with the cybersecurity news that matters to help you in the cyber realm. We are proud members of the Pod Bros Podcast Network. Check them out at podbros.com. Hey, hey, listeners. Welcome to episode 22 of the PsyDef Cybersecurity Podcast. It's, uh, it's been a hot minute since we put out an episode, not counting the wrap up episode that we just put out behind this one. Uh, took a little hiatus due to work and uh, some holiday stuff and family matters but we're back it's time we're to go back. strong again all right this week is just michael and myself no special guests and no we're not going to be having anybody pop in mid-episode like we sometimes do it's all us so michael what stories do you got for us this week
1: this week ray i'll be talking about fake flash update serves osx scareware and see if there's malware in your firmware with
0: Google's virus total right on I myself have a a little warning about trying to hack hearthstone and I don't know if you've heard but recently there was a, a big uh hack that happened and the FBI is trying to scrub its employees data off the web so let's kick things off here Michael with your first story Fake Flash update serves OSX Scareware. Yeah, so this one's actually a pretty, this is a very interesting story to me. Um,
1: experts have actually have spotted an OSX Scareware campaign that leverages fake Adobe Flash player installers to trick users into downloading shady software onto their devices. Um, this was actually discovered by Johannes Ulrich, who is the dean of research at the Sands Technology Institute? Um, he was actually analyzing some of Facebook's clickbait scams that are out there, you know, some of the ones that we've talked about before. I'm sure. You mean Buzz?
0: At. You mean Buzzfeed? Oh, Buzz, just Buzzfeed. Yeah. Click here now. <laughs> that's the that's the biggest clickbait. Uh, you top five things that guys do while. Looking at their toes, you won't believe number three. It'll blow your mind.
1: <laughs> well that that one's that one got me for sure. So hopefully I don't have this going on on my computer. <laughs> um, with all clickbait, uh, it actually starts with a or with most clickbait, I should say. Uh, this tech actually started with a pop-up window informing users that their Flash Player was outdated. And basically instructing them to install an update. Once users clicked OK, they were taken to a web page uh, that actually served up a fake Flash Player installer um, that's really only been detected by a handful of antivirus uh, tools, which is great to know. You know, we talk about updating antivirus software all the time, and these aren't actually not catching this at the moment. And the reason being is because the fake Flash player installer is actually designed to mimic the legitimate application or it's signed with a valid Apple developer certificate um, and installs an actual genuine copy of the latest Flash player and then attempts to convince users to download applications uh, designed to you know, resolve problems that might be going on with the victim's system. Well, the first
0: problem there is they're using Flash. I yeah, mean, are they doing away with that? Yeah, Google is effectively killing Flash. They recently came out and said, well, I shouldn't say Google is killing off Flash, but Google is killing off Flash based advertisement. Google has announced that its dis- Google Display Network and Double Click digital marketing platforms will begin phasing out use of Flash ads starting June 30th. So I, I guess they're trying to stop all of this kind of scareware type stuff because, you know, we've seen it before that has happened. You know, it gets in the advertisement and these pop-ups occur and they trick users because they look legitimate. And some of these pop-ups, you know, could be using um, the the Flash platform to try to scare the, trick the users into into, you know, falling for it. But the Flash Player itself, we've t- we've talked about multiple times in different news stories, and it's horribly, horribly unsecure. I mean, every day we're posting some kind of story about a new Flash update or a new Flash vulnerability, it seems like. Yeah, absolutely. Firefox actually has also vowed to eliminate support for the uh, format by the end of 2016 as well. And... You know, it doesn't help Flash at all when uh, Adobe has tried to distance itself by renaming its uh, Flash professional app either. So even the creators just kind of like, it's Flash, but we're just going to stop calling it Flash because Flash is a dirty name now. It's, it's Pumpernickel. <laughs> Everybody likes Pumpernickel, right? No? No, they don't? Okay. We'll call it something else Smooth. Adobe I- Smooth. I actually like pumpernickel. I, I like pumpernickel and rye. You know that that marble rye. It's delicious. Well, yeah. I mean, the right sandwich. You get a Reuben. You gotta
1: have. You gotta have rye.
0: No, no. You gotta get a pastrami and Swiss on the pumpernickel marble rye. That's that's a good sandwich. But sandwiches aside, <laughs> Flash is a horrible program. Just
1: kill a Flash. Don't use it just stop using flash so that yeah that's the problem is basically they're getting i mean they're getting a legitimate copy of flash player which is already vulnerable to attacks and then on top of that they're getting scareware from this program from these pop-ups um one of the way or the way it's working is it actually is trying to to tempt and trick users into calling a support line um, where they are allegedly getting instructions for addressing the so-called problems on their computer. Um, and uh, Ulrich, um, you know, tested this out um, and realized it was clearly Scareware because they claimed to have found serious problems on the systems when he called, um, but the test was conducted on a very, you know, a, a, Brand new clean installation of OS X ten point eleven. They did post a video, um, basically showing the fake installer and the scareware in action. So if you want to check that out, we'll have that in the show notes, um, and we do have a link to the to the story on on Sidef as well. But you know, this just goes to show. I I, I myself am, am more a Mac user than not. Um, I do have Linux and Windows running on different different platforms in the house and, but I mainly use Mac as my primary laptop, you know, and these, these kind of threats and and stuff like that are, are actually becoming more increasingly common, um, as, you know, people start to use it more and more. It really isn't as safe as they, as Apple claims it to be because obscurity is not, necessarily the safest wish to the safest way to go
0: you know i really love uh how advanced these attackers are getting because back in the day you know we we have these kind of things happen and it would just be you know a pop-up or something like that there really wouldn't be any interaction whatsoever with the attackers themselves but now they're setting up these automated call centers and stuff like that and you know you actually get people on a line communicating with the victims and social engineering them to do different things and try to trick them even further into doing different things and it's so crazy how bold they're getting I mean I remember back in the day when it was just spam emails that were just sent out and mass millions of emails and that's the last you'd ever see of it. You know, cause you click on the link and then boom, you get compromised. But now they're like, you know what? We're going to wait for your phone call. We're going to establish a relationship <laughs> with you and some rapport. We're, we're going to, you know, call you in a couple of weeks to see how your mother's doing. You know, send you a little gift basket
1: <laughs> with all your money.
0: Sif- yeah. With your money. All while siphoning off your money. And, uh, then on top of it, we're gonna act like the good guys and you know say, "Oh, this is malware. This malware that's on here is what's doing it to you." It's, it's just it's, it's it, yeah. so insane these days, um, and I it's it's gonna be crazy the day that we actually see you know these uh, scam artists actually walking up to people's doors and like, "Here, plug in the thumb drive." <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye.
1: Like, I was how just bold- thinking about that?
0: how bold are they going to get? You know, how far yeah. is it going to go? I was just thinking about that. Cause there was
1: a commercial I saw. Um, it's, it's been a while and it was, you know, talking about security and stuff like that. And it's, you wouldn't, um, you know, a guy comes to your front door and it's, Hey, I just need your, your full name, your birth date, your social security number, your credit card information, all of this stuff. And you, obviously the person shuts the door on them and, Guy comes back with a different disguise, and it's you wouldn't give this information out, you know, to somebody and you know just walking up to your door. Why would you do it over the, you know, why would you do it over the phone or through email or whatever? But you're right; they might eventually just start doing that, right? getting getting bold enough to just show up at your house and like, hey, so we were we're with uh, you know, we're with AT and T or Comcast or Time Warner, or, you know, whatever cable or internet provider company you might have. And we've noticed that, you know, this kind of information has been going coming from this IP address in this house. Uh, you know, we just need this information to verify and make sure that everything's okay.
0: I'm sure it'll happen. So what's the takeaway do you think for this? Um, I say stop using flash.
1: I would definitely say stop using flash. Um, I would also say, just be careful what you're clicking on. You know, we talked to uh, been several episodes now and definitely several months because obviously we talked about that earlier, but, um, you know, using ad blocker, using ghostry, using stuff that actually stops the, those kinds of things from popping up in the first place. I feel like if you start doing stuff like that, this isn't, this is going to be a non-issue. And ad if blockers. something does, ad blockers. And if it, something does happen to get through, because no system is perfect, um, just be cautious about what you're
0: clicking on. We've said it before, and we'll say it again: ad blocker, ad blocker, ad blocker. I use them on all my systems. Jeez. Use ad use ad blockers even when you're visiting our website, because yes. we want you to use ad blockers that much that. We don't care if you're blocking any ads. Besides, the ads on our website aren't gonna be these dynamic ads or anything like that. They're gonna be these static ads that we put up anyway, so it's not gonna be anything annoying. So we're not really worried.
1: Yeah, I think the ads that we do have are for cybersecurity, to learn cybersecurity, which is the whole point of the website to begin with, so.
0: Yeah, so ad block, ad block, ad block. If anybody else tells you otherwise, there's a few podcasts out there that I know of that do hate people using ad blockers. Um, stop listening to what they say because ad blockers are good. You laugh, but ad blockers I,
1: will save you. I do laugh. It's just funny somebody would say don't use them. Now they do have settings on there, and I, I did notice this because when I, I I got my wife a new computer last week. Oh and look I at you, Lottie
0: da, Mister. I know, Rich right? Man. <laughs> oh, I got a sale. I got a sale. Tell nice. me about told me about the sale.
1: Four hundred dollar laptop. She just needs it for you know email and whatever. There's no sense in going crazy with it. And was able to get a return version, still brand new in the box. Basically, they opened the box, realized they didn't want it, returned it. Well, the unopened one was on sale. So it was what like 80 bucks off. So I was getting it I got it I got an open version marked down and then a percentage off because they had the sale going on. So for 280, I got a $400 I got a $400 laptop for 280. You didn't check for a root kit, did you? That was not the first thing on my mind, no. But I did install Adblock and Ghostry so and, and Antivirus and, and all and the, the other stuff. Actually, I no, was I take that back. Okay. I take that back. The Antivirus software does check for rootkits. That's the first mm. thing I did was install those three things and then run them and make sure they were up to
0: date. Did you check if it was in the firmware, on the BIOS? I didn't, but we'll get to that. We're going to take a small break here to talk to you about something. Cybersecurity training has traditionally been really expensive and therefore too hard to come by for many people. The result of super high priced training is a skill gap that has left the industry with over 1 million unfilled jobs, which is crazy. But CyberAry is working to change that. The cybersecurity training revolution has begun. Get free training courses and find jobs in the field at CyberAry.it. Employers looking for cybersecurity talent can also post jobs there. So again, free cybersecurity training and jobs at Cybrary. I didn't know about what we're going to talk about next until recently. Ah, so you might have a compromised device advice in your home network. I might have a few. <laughs> All right. So speaking of malware, people have been uh, downloading some tools to help them hack Hearthstone. So, FYI, they don't work. You aren't. What? Going, yeah, you're not going to be able to download an app that magically gives you a a bunch of gold and you know a uh, a bunch of other things in Hearthstone to try to beat out the other players. It's just, it's just not going to happen. So, what you're saying is the cheaters are downloading malware. So it's karma. They're get they're getting. It's coming back to bite them. It is. So some security ranchers... Ranchers. (laughs) They're rounding up them securities. Security researchers at Symantec have reported that criminals are disguising malware as cheating add-ons for Blizzard's Hearthstone game. So this software, which claims to be able to provide help in playing matches, winning games, and getting different in-game currency... From thin air, um, it's very tempting to children or teens or people who may not have the money to be able to drop twenty bucks on a Blizzard gift card at the at the time, because Hearthstone is a free-to-play game. You know, a pay-to-win essentially, um, but it's not actually giving them the gold that they want. In fact these apps are designed to steal passwords by through webcams and even mine Bitcoin using the victim's computer <laughs> so you know it is getting some kind of currency your <laughs> currency and and Bitcoin from using your uh, your hardware and your electricity that's nice of them some of the malware that Symantic has found has wild wild things it says it can do Like the Hearthstone hack tool version 2.1, which says it can hack Blizzard servers and give players unlimited resources in the game. So technically, if this actually worked, that means that the player would be executing a tool to hack Blizzard servers. Pro tip, if you ever have a tool that says it's going to hack something, that's illegal. Even if this worked, you would still be breaking the law. But I got that free gold. Doesn't that count for something? Well, enjoy that free gold behind bars. (laughs) The bars, by the way, are not made of gold. They're made of iron and steel. Um, So, A, don't download apps that tell you they're going to get you free gold. And, two, don't (laughs) download something that says it's going to hack somebody else. What happened to B? (laughs) Two is B is be five <laughs> um many of these pitches are, are very vague on how the tool is supposed to work they th- say things like after a few months of brainstorming and figuring out the system that blizzard is using on developing one of their latest online games hearthstone our team of developers got into this and managed to create a very useful tool that will definitely Make this game easier for you in terms of gold and dust spending. That means it'll definitely not work. Yeah, total scam. Don't do it. Definitely. Bad, Juju. Bad. (laughs) I want to smack people's hands who download this stuff. Treat them like the children they are. But some of them are even worse at making false promises. One of the apps, in fact, had a piece of malware within it called the Trojan Coin Bit it pretends to be a gold and dust hacking tool but it actually overwrites the Bitcoin address with its own if you have a a Bitcoin wallet on your computer and it will steal the cryptocurrency from users so if you're Bitcoin mining and a hearthstone player don't download any of these add-ons because they're gonna spend they're gonna steal your hard-earned bitcoins which is bad juju again so stay away from hacking tools. You don't know how computers work, so don't download anything. Wow. What? Just...
1: Just wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> not only is it compromised your system, but now it's stealing your money too. Literally just right off your computer. Yeah. Well, they downloaded it to steal money. So they're saving themselves money by using this tool, so they can get the gold and dust in the in the game. When in actuality, it's stealing their bitcoins, and they're losing more money than they would have gained, or they would have than they would have spent just by purchasing some gold or some dust.
0: Yeah, and they're not actually getting the free gold and dust anyway. So they think they're trying to they're going to save money, when in fact they're just Losing money.
1: Yeah, because Bitcoins are up there. I'm sure. I, I don't even know the price on it right now, but it's well over whatever
0: it would cost to get some golden dust in this game. A single bitcoin is worth four hundred and six dollars and ninety-one cents currently. So they're trying to save money and if they have a single bitcoin, they're actually losing four hundred bucks. So let's see how much Hearthstone You can get a Hearthstone card to get a couple, I think it's like 14 packs of games, uh, cards in game for 20 bucks. So you said it was what? Bitcoin was how much? $406.
1: So they could have bought 20 of those $20 cards for the cost of them losing one Bitcoin. Yep. Yeah, that doesn't make
0: sense. Kudos. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I can math. So there there are a couple of legit apps out there which will do things for you. One, in fact, is uh, Hearthstone Tracker, which is a deck tracking app which lets players know what cards they've played. So it's like counting cards, kind of. So they know what they have left in their deck and can strategize better. But those aren't always safe. In fact, attackers have started... Disguising uh, things like backdoor malware as this legitimate software, um, and it, it goes by the name of things like Hearthstone Deck Tracker.exe. And when they download it, it actually opens up a backdoor, records from the webcam, and logs keystrokes and steals passwords. So you're trying to count cards, and it's counting your keystrokes. I see what you did there with anything like this. If you want to do nefarious things, expect to have nefarious nefarious results brought back upon you. If you don't want to get hacked, don't download shady software. If you don't want to lose money, don't download shady software. Just spend the 20 bucks on a card to get yourself some in-game currency with blizzard. Just let it go. Yeah. Game is not that important to compromise your entire system, but if if users want to check if a piece of software does have malware in it, what can they do, Michael? So Google's Virus
1: Total is there to save the day. One of the main story or one of the stories we're talking about today is that. Um, so Virus Total is a malware hunting um, subsidiary of Google. And they just announced that they have this new tool that can actually scan your computer's BIOS and UEFI firmware for malicious content. For those of you that don't know, BIOS or UEFI are the links between hardware and your software. Um, Firmware tells your computer how to boot. Um, So if there's malware present in that area of the computer, even if you replace your hard drive, you need to say, I, I, this is just gone. I need to get something new. It's not going to remove it. It's still going to be there sitting on your motherboard, um, which means it's persistent. You would actually have to just, up until now, you would just have to say, okay, this computer's done and you know either upgrade the motherboard as well, along with everything else, or just get a brand new system. But now VirusTotal has this new um, tool that's actually able to scan scan for malware in the BIOS and UAFI. And the effort is to focus on scanning firmware um, is, is actually a response to the recent reports of malware that has been targeting the BIOS, specifically Lenovo and Hacking Team, which are stories that we talked about early on when we started this podcast last year. So as it stands right now, the what they're doing is they have the software out there, and what it does is it actually... Pulls the information from the BIOS. So basically, the way this works is there are there's the software. It actually performs a BIOS dump, and then you take that information and you upload it to VirusTotal. And you want to make sure that if you're going to do it uh, to remove any private information, um, you know some vendors will actually have um, stuff on there like uh, Wi-Fi passwords stored in the BIOS. Um, in order to remember certain settings across system reinstalls. Um, Now, with a Mac, uh, Darwin Dumper is one of the BIOS uh, grabbing tools. Um, It actually allows you to easily strip sensitive information by checking the Make uh, Dumps Private option. Um, But you're going to take that and you're going to upload it to VirusTotal's website where it can scan it and make sure that there's no malware in it. Um, And you'll receive a report back, Um, that report, you know, a bunch of different things, but basically it'll say yes or no. Um, and if there is, I, I don't know if at this point there's actually any way to remove some of that just yet. But it would at least it's a you know either a sigh of relief and oh I don't have anything, or okay I need to do something about this computer. You know swap out the swap out the motherboard or whatever if there is actually a problem on there. I
0: really like um, the VirusTotal website. Uh, it's really, really handy because you can go there and drag it, well, not drag it, you can go there, browse in your computer and actually drop a piece of software in and it runs against a ton of different virus scanning tools to detect if that piece of software you just dropped in there actually has malware in it. So it's really, really handy on the fly um, if you want to check something. So like that story that we just had, if somebody downloads one of those tools, doesn't necessarily have antivirus or maybe doesn't trust the signatures of their antivirus, they can just browse their, to their computer on the website, upload the file, and uh, check it out and see if there's any malware detected in it. I feel like you could do the
1: same for the Flash Player update as well. If you're downloading it, you know, throw it in there. It's... it's uh... Yeah, so the website is simply just virustotal.com. If you have anything that you're downloading, I would recommend running it against that. You can do up to 128 megabytes um, file size. Um, You can also do URLs as well. So if there's a site out there that you're worried about, throw it in there. See if if something comes back. Save yourself a little bit of heartache. But yeah, all in all, you're able to upload firmware images, um, which the tool will examine for it. By extracting executable code where malware might be present, um, the process then tells users whether there is malware present or not. Um, so, definitely a cool, cool tool that um, this subsidiary of uh, of Google is doing. Definitely a cool tool out there. And speaking of trying to scrub stuff off your computer and you know search for malware, um, I heard the FBI
0: is trying to scrub uh, its employees data off the web so I don't know if you've heard but recently there was a hack that occurred and with this hack the Department of Homeland Security and FBI employees had lost some information it's actually about 20,000 FBI employees and 9,000 Department of Homeland Security employees crazy thing about this crazy thing about this is uh, it was a 16 year old boy living in England that did the hack he's he has been arrested and that's just insane <laughs> he is also the same hacker. it's believed that he's also the same hacker that compromised the private email accounts of uh, two of government officials uh, last October Wow so he's been busy yeah yeah he's been he's been pretty busy He's suspected of being the leader of a group of hackers who call themselves Crackers with Attitude or CWA. Uh, so 16 year old is, is leading a hacking ring and uh, he is hitting up the, the FBI, Department of Homeland Security and some other individuals as well. The Department of Homeland Security and FBI are trying to scrub this data off the internet, but. I don't know if people have realized recently, but it's kind of hard to get things off the Internet. Things never disappear from the Internet. In fact, the chief executive of RIAA, Carrie uh, Sherman, was recently quoted saying that the approach of trying to pull things down off the Internet to prevent piracy is increasingly ineffective. The exact quote here is, that while the system worked when isolated incidences or infringement occurred on largely static web pages, as was the case when the US copyright law was passed in 1998, it is largely useless in the current world where illegal links are taken down and reappear, reappear instantaneously. So even the RIAA, uh, who have their hands in so many pockets because, you know, they'll Bust in your house and put a gun to your head just because you downloaded an album they know it's pointless and it's getting kind of hard to try to pull that down this information uh, because it's made its way across Pastebin, spin style sites and the details recently were actually uploaded to Indy Bay which is a San Francisco community news site Indy Bay had then gotten an email from the FBI asking them to pull it down, and in an the email I said, this morning the data stolen from the Department of Justice was posted to your site, and asked them to please remove these posts as quickly as possible and that they will follow up with any legal process that they require. So they're going about it you know, kind of in a good way. They're not just busting down doors and shutting down servers. They're actually emailing people and saying, hey, please take this down. If you are insisting on us doing it, it through any kind of process that you need, le- legal process we will go through it for you. So kudos to them. Yeah, Indie Bay, of course complied and took down the hacked data and replaced it with the text of the FBI email and then they put up a statement saying that they would uh, be posting a statement about the matter the next day. Sunday before the database were dumped though, Motherboard, the website Motherboard, Uh, obtained a cache of the data and confirmed that many of the numbers and names were legitimate. So that's some scary stuff out there for FBI uh, individuals. And then Motherboard actually reached uh, out to the operations center of the FBI to inform them, I guess, of the, the cache of information that they had. The hacker behind it claimed that it all started after he compromised the Department of Justice email account And then tried to log on to the Department of Justice web portal, but he wasn't able to. And um, he phoned the relevant department. He says, there's an exact quote from him. He says, so I called up, told them I was new and I didn't understand how to get past the portal. They asked him if he had a token card. He said no, and they said that's fine. Uh, Just use our one from here. And he clicked the personal compute. He clicked the link on his personal computer, which led to an online virtual machine from which he was presented with three different computers to access, which is insane. He just caught him up and was like, hey, I got this email. Let me in. And they were like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) So whoever was running that help desk, that's the single point of failure right there where this entire compromise happened. If they would have caught that and been like, I don't think this person is who they are, this whole thing wouldn't have happened. You know, They could have identified it, isolated it right there. So social engineering and phishing is something that they need to train themselves on and, and I'd be able to identify. There's, there's some breakdown at that level there, which did not help things at all. So really the people that the, the point of failure
1: there was kind of a it was an unintentional insider threat or a non malicious insider threat. They weren't intentionally trying to, you know, get twenty thousand or twenty nine thousand people's information stolen, but it happened and it happened because of them unintentionally. Um, and, and that's you know, like you said, that's a lack of training. You know, of recognizing those those phishing scams, of of recognizing, you know, stuff like that, to make sure that that doesn't happen. Most companies out there have that kind of information, so I wonder if they were just sleeping through it or what. But
0: it could have been a lack of training, or they could have just been phoning it in that day. Just yeah. didn't care. It's late at night. Uh, he wants help. Screw it. Give him the back door right into our system. We'll sort it out later.
1: Now it also could have been, and I don't I don't know if we know who the uh, Department of Justice email account it was, but if they were somebody higher up, they might have seen, oh well, this is the email that's coming through. This might be somebody important or this is somebody you know
0: higher up in the chain. still have some level of trying to identify. Oh, well, I agree. Well, no, it, it, it wouldn't have been somebody higher up who, who is currently in the chain because he was said – he called him up and he said, hi, um, I'm new and I don't understand how to get past the portal.
1: That's true. Yeah. I guess I'm just trying to give the guy a ben- or girl a benefit of the doubt, but – The person. The person. Whoever it was. Yeah,
0: the benefit of the doubt, but no, nope, they just messed up. So train your people properly. Yeah. Train them to understand insider threats, malicious and non-malicious, teach them about phishing and how to identify social engineering, and you know, really focus on those procedures that you have for doing things like this, like recovering an account or a procedure for giving somebody into an ac- access into a system who is brand new. Just don't give people a, the keys to the kingdom, you know. Make sure you you have a proper procedure laid out in place for this.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, because the FBI at this point is just damage control. They're not going to be able to scrub the internet of all of this information. Because even if they were able to, let's say they were able to remove everything that was posted. Mm. Let's let's say they let's just say let's say they were able to remove all of the links that were posted on the internet people have still downloaded it so even if they remove all the links right now that information is still out there it's still in the hands of the people who have downloaded it and at any point in time they could throw it back up there for anybody else to download as well so it's damage control it's not you're not going to you're not going to get this off the internet
0: no it's already all over deep web yeah, it's being bought and sold, and those people are all being compromised right now.
1: Yeah.
0: So, not good. No, it's not.
1: No, it's not.
0: What do you say, Michael? Want to wrap this thing up? Let's do it. Let's wrap it up. All right. I got so, work in first 20. story we. <laughs> First story we covered was Fake Flash Update Serves OS X Scareware. What was our takeaway for that, Michael? Uh, don't use Flash. No, that, that was pretty much the big... <laughs> <laughs> and pop-up blockers. And pop-up blockers. Ad blockers. Yes. Ad blocker, add blocker and, add don't and don't use Flash. Hacking Golden Hearthstone. You're probably just hacking yourself. Go out and spend 20 bucks on some Blizzard currency. It's Don't. cheaper than losing $409 in Bitcoin. If you're going to download a tool such as a deck tracker, go to VirusTotal, drop that piece of uh, software in Virus Total. Make sure it's not compromised before you run it. See if there's malware in your firmware with Google's VirusTotal. What you got first, Michael? Uh, yeah,
1: if you suspect anything, uh, the best thing you can do is grab your do a data dump of your BIOS and put it on VirusTotal, check and see if the, there is actually malware running if you if it seems persistent and the fact that you've swapped out a hard drive and it seems like it's right back on there even with following proper, you know, security, antivirus, firewall, ad blocker, you know, everything that's out there. Check it out; it's worth a shot. Peace of mind is much better than uh, continuing
0: to continuing that cycle. And again, if you don't have any kind of antivirus software in your computer, which I feel bad for you, uh, use Virus Total if you detect something might be infected to check out the file. And finally, the FBI is trying to scrub its employees' hack data off the web. From that, we determined that can't do that as much as they would love to uh, it's already all over the net it's already deeply embedded and even if they were to somehow take down every piece of data that had this information on it it would just appear again almost instantaneously because that's how the internet works you really can't get anything off of the internet once it's been shared You can put lots of stuff on, but you're not getting it back. I was your host this week, Raymond Evans, and he was my fantabulous co-host. Michael Fairweather. Stay safe. Keep your network safe. And have a week. Have a week.